You're listening to The Eye of the Survivor with Tanya G.J. Prince. So Bray the Ladder started this way. I was working as a domestic violence advocate in a um, battered women's shelter at the time. I was a case manager counselor. And um, a woman named Vanessa came in with her three children. Vanessa happened to be a black woman with three black children, two girls, one boy. So when Vanessa fled to a local domestic violence shelter, she gained a wealth of support. The shelter would have liked to provide her with necessities for everyday living. So I'm talking about, you know, things for hygiene, your sheets, your, oh goodness, definitely food. We had a huge kitchen and uh, all those type of things. Anything that you needed at home, shelters are tasked with providing those same things um, to battered women, to women who are victims of uh, domestic violence uh, also so that they can, you know, Basically, whatever you needed at home, you still need in a shelter. So, anything that, you know, beyond keeping the doors open, largely comes from the kindness of organized groups and individuals from the community. And I'm telling you, people come out. People really, really donate. They're very kind. Um, You have businesses who donate Um, food and things like that and it doesn't mean that they always have it so I want you to keep that in mind but when they have it they donate it Um, we had a grocery store a local grocery store would uh, donate baked goods you know and I'm not talking about just when they get you know bad or you know on their last leg or what have you I mean we, we got some really great stuff and they were consistent so think about it, not just the grocery stores donating to us, but then they have volunteers who help and deliver those things to us. Wasn't that fantastic? So back to Miss Vanessa. Miss Vanessa, though she came in that night, um, pretty beat up, mm, pretty beat up. Vanessa was a thankful recipient of um, this kindness. So I take her to the donation closet. Donation closet is basically, like I said, the, our particular battered women's shelter at that time was a, a, a house. It was a very large house. And we kept our donations in the uh, kind of a linen closet or pantry, if you will. So donation closet, it was filled with soaps, lotions, baby powder. We had the shampoo. We had the conditioner, you know, little trial sizes usually. But I mean, it was fantastic. I was it was something that I was grateful to have. In fact, all of us as a staff, we were very grateful um, to have something like that to be able to from the kindness of corporations and organizations be able to give this to folks when they were coming in during a crisis. Now, of immediate need to Vanessa, in addition to all these other items, were hair care products, especially those for ethnic hair. Now, I mentioned she had three children. Those three children, uh, there was a boy, I think he was the oldest because he's pretty tall and, you know, and, and, uh, had the you know the normal 
you know shortcut like the like the young guys do little length on it it was you know very nice and then there were the two daughters um one middle daughter and one really young daughter and i believe she was kind of clinging on to whatever little stuffed animal doll baby she had she's adorable so you got two teenagers and a smaller child and um Vanessa would need all of these things, all of the uh, hair care products, because she's going to court tomorrow. The kids are going to go to school tomorrow. They want to. She's got to go meet the children's teachers because she's got to go talk to the children's teachers about, you know, what's going on. Kind of give them a heads up um, so everybody can be on the same page with things and how things are going. Um like I said, Vanessa's going to court tomorrow uh, to get a protective order and all of that. Um, she's got to go find a new landlord. And she's got to go to work um, at some point that evening or stop by and talk to her supervisor. You know, the normal things. Her life, even amidst a crisis. Unfortunately, life being what it is, her life still goes on. It has to continue. So she has to, and she wants to, look presentable and well-groomed. Now, some I've been asked the question, well, why didn't she just use, you know, the, the white hair care products that were in the storage or the, the, the pantry? Well, like many African-American persons, mainstream hair care products are less than effective for styling and grooming. In fact, they can make the hair <laughs> they can make the hair look worse than before you actually put the product um, on the hair. Unfortunately, we were not, but that night we were not able to find any, not one, in that closet. And all I wanted to do was run up the street and maybe buy some pink oil lotion or something, you know, for for her to have. Um, but I thought about it. It's not just a this time problem. What about this was, you know, mixed pretty races were pretty mixed in terms of who we were seeing coming in and um, very diverse, very diverse, even folks from, you know, other countries and, and whatnot. So it it was like that 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 might solve this problem, but it's not it might solve it this time. But it the overwhelming problem is we a shelter who happens to be very near to, you know, a, a large African-American community do not have those items. So I go online and I look and I see many shelters don't have that. And listen, they're aware that they don't have those items because they have already put out the call for other people to please, please, please donate. Because it's like when, when a shelter needs diapers or needs socks. Or needs pillowcases. It's like these are things that we always need. You know, uh, jogging suits. We always need these uh, jogging suits because folks come in and um, some people just ran out with whatever the, they had. Or they came in and they were beaten up. So they've got buttons missing and, you know, clothing is torn or there's blood specks all on it. And it's very embarrassing to have to talk to folks. And you've got, you know, spots of blood all over your shirt and whatnot. So, you know, these are these are kind of evergreen things um, that we formula that you always need in any type of 
of shelter that serves serves uh, women. So getting back to um, going back to why the styling products would not work. Hair oil, hair oil. Hair oil is a must-have moisturizer for many persons of color, but can ruin a hairstyle for someone who is non-black. Someone who isn't black, if you put, you know, the oil moisturizer or something on their hair, now, now, now their hair is ruined. So it's the same concept. If we use products that aren't for our hair, it can be ruined. So it's like, oh, it's just shampoo, but it depends on the hair texture. Now, Miss Vanessa was definitely a great inspiration, but you know, the final, what finally kicked me into the action of starting BraidTheLadder.org, which uh, encourages community members um, and groups to donate new hair care products to their local shelters, what finally kicked me into action was the older boy. The very tall, older gentleman. He seemed to be, all of the children seemed to be displaying a bit of trauma in different ways. I told you she had definitely been beaten. This had, I had spoken to Vanessa on the phone prior to her coming to the shelter. And listen, she had been going through this for years. So no telling what, you know. This this was the children's father, and this was the one of the reasons she was staying. The children adored their father, but you know, I wish she would have made different choices so that everyone, you know, could 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 stay united. But tonight he had chosen, you know, that night he had chosen to to beat on Miss Vanessa, and all of the children were displaying. Uh, it was clear that they had been through some sort of unspeakable trauma earlier that 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 particular day. And the, the way that I could say I could see that the oldest son was wearing the trauma, he seemed a bit angry, frustrated. He seemed a bit agitated. And, um, you know, that's to be expected. And that's normal for what. A normal reaction to a ab, very abnormal situation that their father put them into. So the boy says, you know, he, he's like, oh, wait, he hears me and Miss Vanessa having a conversation about uh, not having any hair care products so that the kids could be groomed up and ready to go to school the next day the way they wanted to. You know, they, they wanted something, you know, just to be normal and consistent. And uh, he said, wait, you don't have any, you know, any oil, you know, you don't have no grease, no oil, no, 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 no pick, no nothing. You know, pretty much like that. Yeah, just like that. I said, no, I'm sorry, we don't have it. And she, you know, at the same time, she looks at him and she's like, no, baby, I'm sorry. And he said, oh, great. Now we're really going to look like we live in a shelter. He's very, he seemed very angry. You know, I shoot, I could empathize. Anger and some shame. I don't want to go to school looking like I'm going to be a target 
for people, you know, who are going to, as the kids, they have jokes. My hair isn't well groomed. If it isn't oiled, if it isn't picked out, if it isn't shaped up right. You know, if, it, if he didn't look, I get it. At that age, a teenager. You know, there's a lot of pressure to look nice and come, you know, looking good. I got it. And so it was that. Because that hit me. I empathize with Miss Vanessa in that we both were moms, both black women. I, You know, I got it. But it was something about this young, angry man, that's that young man, child, who that spurred me into action to say, oh, my gosh. You know, the, the, the kids don't deserve, the kids don't deserve any of this. They don't. But I get it. Who, you know, you're going through this, no fault of your own, and, you know, your self-esteem is taking a huge hit. You, you know, you, you, what you don't want, is you don't want to wear your secrets on the outside where other people can bully you. And target you. And where other people can make fun of you. I get it. I got that. I got that loud and clear. I felt that. I lived there. I knew, you know, hey. Men, there's millions of us who lived that. <laughs> you know, so you get it. So in any case, I was just, yeah. That moved me to action. And so a few years after that, I, I did start, um braid the ladder and spreading the word that um, people need, you know, sometimes a, a niche, you know, some niche products to get them through diapers and like I said, sweatsuits, socks, uh, those little, uh, the footies, the footies are great, uh, 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 the little flats in different sizes, all those things, blankets, Quilts, all those things are great and always needed formula. So, um, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Please donate to your local shelter. As uh, someone pointed out from the Family Crisis Center in Prince George's County before, it was noted that please make sure the, the bottles and the containers and all of that are new. Um, because... You know, people do judge you on your grooming. People do drug, judge you on your appearance. Your women who come into shelters do have to go to court and make court appearances. They do have to meet with uh, children's teachers. They do have to go to work. They do, even in the shelter, you know, you, many still conduct whatever parts of their lives are still do. Um, and so in doing that, um, yes, we, we want we want to take care of not just, you know, your physical safety, but your self, your sense of self-esteem, help you to place the shame in the right place. And we do that by making sure they have all their needs met. So thanks. Yeah, that's Raid the Ladder. All right, guys. If you want to know um, where the donation location is for the domestic violence shelter in your area, uh, you can do it a few ways. You can go to thehotline.org. 
The hotline is all one word, thehotline.org. That's going to give you National Domestic Violence Hotline. And what you can do there is um, they have a search area where you can search for the um, shelter nearest you. Also, of course, you can do a search engine search, just putting in your location plus domestic violence. And it may let you know uh, where the donation box location is. Also, your local social services can help you um, to, to get items there as well. Um, but you can always go on a local domestic violence shelter uh, site and see what it is they are most in need of. Now, just because it doesn't say that African American hair care products are needed, please don't assume that they are not needed. Even if one person one family comes through, they may be in need of those products. So please continue all throughout the year to donate new uh, and hopefully full size so that folks can, you know, take those bottles with them when they leave. Um, new full size ethnic hair care products for people who come through domestic violence shelters. You have any more questions? Please feel free to get in touch with us. You can write us, email info at we com, or I, I leave instructions at the end of the uh, liner notes so that you can leave a message for us here on the podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. Abundant blessings.